Greetings, adventurers. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. Thanks for joining us on our inaugural episode of Adventure Incorporated. We are so, so excited to have it out here. We had a ton of fun recording it, and we hope you like it. If you like the show, check out our website, adventureinc.podbean.com. In addition to the RSS feed that's there, you'll also find the world guide for all of Numerita. It has info about the kingdoms, the gods, and the various factions that the players are likely to run into. We also have some character backstories up there if you want to get to know our characters a little bit better. If you have any feedback on the episode, you can check out our fan page on facebook.com slash adventureinkpodcast or on our Twitter, at adventureinkpod. We also have plain old email at adventureinkpodcast at gmail.com. All of these address and URLs are also on our site. Finally, if you enjoyed the episode, tell your friends, put it out there on social media, and do what you can to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Episodes will be coming out every Monday, so you'll be hearing from us again shortly. It'll only get better in content and sound quality from here as we get our legs under us, so we hope you stick around for all of our adventures. Once again, thank you and enjoy. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventures facing grave dangers. Keth, the half-orc fighter. As they're talking and celebrating, Keth bends down and cuts off a piece of the gnoll's skin and uh, puts it in a pouch. Oh, that's not creepy. That is absolutely disgusting. Wow. Genevera, the dragonborn sorcerer. I don't feel great about yeah. this. I feel fine physically. <laughs> it's it's my emotional state that she wants you to know. Upset. Gebetto, the gnome rogue. Gebetto is like really concentrating right now because he pretty much all the time is trying to focus on casting his minor illusion cantrip to make it look like he's wearing a wizard's hat. Gillick, the dwarf paladin. My faith is blocked. I don't know what to say. (laughs) 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 I sound just like that's where my power comes from. (laughs) You've seen me smite things. Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Let's get started. Oh, boy. Okay, so you guys have been traveling together for a few months now. You've been doing odd jobs that haven't really led to anything actiony or adventurous. You've been uh, escorting a caravan and nothing happened or guarding a, someone during a, an important business meeting and then it all just sort of went smoothly, which is great. Classic you get paid, adventuring. Right, the best kind. On your last adventure, you ran an escort for a caravan from Bradmont to Carapath. So you were traveling south with this merchant. Um, you dropped him off in a town on the northeast border of Carapath called Mughamara at the gates of a very large compound. Uh, he tells you that it's the headquarters of Adventure Inc., which you guys all have heard of before as a high-profile adventuring company. They sort of hire adventurers like yourselves to do contracts that they have provided and they pay them and uh, yeah, it's good work. And you guys are, you know, intrigued to say the least. You guys are met at the entrance by a large, rough half-lork looking uh, guy. Well, he looks like a half-lork because he is one. And he's got one eye. Uh, He has a short gray beard, which is really the only way that you can sort of tell how that he's an older gentleman because otherwise he still looks real like strong and fit. Uh, and he's looking over the whole group as the merchant uh, comes up. So we're basically, we're coming here for a job interview? Well, not intentionally. Uh, you were just doing a job. And it just so happens that as you stroll up, uh, this seems like a good opportunity for you guys. Okay, cool. Because I didn't bring a resume. Uh, I do have my guild introduction letter if they ask. So okay, at least well. I've got references. Uh, you, I'm disappointed. You should always carry a resume. I got, cover letter could be forgiven. I got mine. Okay, good. So, cool. See, he's prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let one you sh- lead off then. One shoe. That's, that's how you <laughs> lost your other shoe. It's <laughs> not, that's not how, uh, <laughs> he, he refuses to tell me. Uh, so as, uh, as you approach, um, master Klug does whatever he needs to do with the merchant. Uh, they, he pays him and they, 
head their ways. The merchant heads off towards the town part of Mugamara. Mugamara is sort of separated into two parts. The compound is up on a higher, up on a high hill. And then down below is a very small town. And the merchant takes himself and his uh, wagon down that way. Uh, and he looks over the group of you and he says, So, uh, adventurers, huh? Yeah, I suppose you could say that. What do you guys call yourselves? Well, my name's Jibido Funkin' One Shoe Stumble Knackle Timbership. Okay, stop, 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 stop. I don't care what you call yourself. What do you all call yourselves? What's your company name? Oh. Uh, I suppose well. that's something that uh, we should agree upon. So we'll, uh, you can call us by our individual names for now, if that, if, if that pleases you. Uh, it doesn't particularly please me. So for now, I'm just going to call you you until you decide. I, in speaking with the merchant, he said you lot did a fairly good job transporting him here. Would you be interested in more work? I mean, I think we're always interested in work, right? I mean, work to live, right? Live to work. I could, Great. I could use another job, yes. I like the look of you. Uh, let me speak with the other masters here at the headquarters. And maybe tomorrow morning, come back and we'll have a little something ready for you. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay, so he sends you back. He turns back into the compound and, and the door's shut behind him. It doesn't look like the kind of place that uh, they're just going to let you waltz in. So uh, he sort of sends you back down into town. Um, and you meet with your merchant who pays you the 50 gold pieces that he offered you. And uh, you sort of spend the rest of the night just celebrating, eating, drinking, singing, and dancing away all of your profits. Uh, so <laughs> congratulations, you're at zero gold. <sighs> Oh. Guys, we we got we got to quit doing this every time. <laughs> but why? I mean, you know, it's isn't this the the adventure of life? I mean, I heard so many things about it. Like, the divine court does not want you to do these things of spending all of your money. You know, I I, I un unfortunately have to agree with Gillick on this. I I think we should try and save some next time. Ah, oh, but saving things is so boring. You know what the divine court says, a penny saved is a penny earned. <sighs> again, again, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's like, that's a common logic thing. Like, you can't disagree with that. That's true. If you save a penny, you earn a penny. Right. But like, what's well, the point of earning pennies if you're not you, going to spend them? If you earn a penny, you've earned a penny. If you save a penny, you still have that penny. You haven't earned anything new. <laughs> Um, perhaps, that hey, uh, what if so we confused. name our troop A penny a saved penny. a penny earn? No, God, no, just earn. Just earn a penny. Earn a penny. I think that, I think that is a false representation of what we would like to earn. Oh, you're right. Earn <laughs> so, many pennies. Yeah, earn many, earn many gold pieces might be more appropriate. Hmm. doesn't seem quite roll off the tongue no so. uh, but if we have a lot of pennies it would seem like we had a lot more money and i would feel better about that we have no money right now <laughs> so i would so, feel great if right, we had so many pennies right so even one penny would be an improvement on our current lot hmm. yes I, I vote many pennies i like it Ooh, earn, team earn many, many pennies, pennies. Oh, many, mm. we could be the four pennies well, <laughs> I, is that enough really <laughs> I worry about you sometimes Kath. sounds like you're getting kind of greedy four pennies is a great number of pennies uh, we had so it's many more pennies tiny hands. so many more pennies before we just did all that celebrating that was, that was an awful idea Singing, singing does enough. spend a lot of money. Oh. <laughs> well, we have to pay people to let you continue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just work on our singing and we would have more pennies. <laughs> Ooh, the four and pennies. That sounds like a good point. band name, too, actually. So as the morning, uh, as the morning comes, uh, you guys leave the only tavern you're able to find in Maghamara. Probably because most of the uh, sort of Mugamara's economy is more or less built around the headquarters. Sounds like, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and most of the people stay there, but so there's not a lot of need for a traveler's inn. But uh, as you leave, you also notice some of the other stuff here. They have some shops that are more interesting to adventurers, and maybe not necessarily things you would find everywhere in the world: apothecaries, blacksmiths, those sorts of things. 
but uh, there are a couple of sort of like small farm areas for the locals as well. Jeez, it's too bad we spent all those pennies last night. Looking around, it seems like we could have could have really taken use some of this stuff. Well, maybe the shop should have been open at night. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, can... damn those shopkeepers <laughs> for sleeping. <laughs> We're definitely going to have to talk to somebody in town. <laughs> so you head back to the compound, um, and out front you see uh, the same half-orc that you spoke with earlier. Uh, he introduces himself as Master Klug. He says, I'm the quartermaster here. Uh, it's my job to <laughs> outfit our adventurers and to provide the jobs that are a little more searching out secret and hidden things. Well, that's fantastic. Our name is The Many Pennies. So remember before we were talking about our team name and you told us we needed one. So Yeah, no, I, I, yep, I, I remember right. that. So yes. it's pretty the cool that you're the quartermaster and mm -hmm. we're the many pennies. Mm -hmm. uh, he looks as though he's trying hard not to laugh at that. <laughs> like, it definitely amused him, but he's trying to pretend it didn't. <laughs> That's fair. All right, I'm going to take you to meet the other two masters. They sort of provide uh, the other sorts of jobs that show up here. Uh, if they both approve you, then you guys will be in and we can start to give you some more contracts uh, through us. And there's plenty of gold to go around. So hopefully they'll be all right with you. I, I like you guys. I've vouched for you. I've allowed you to get this far in the process. So it'll depend on how they feel. Well, thank you, Master Klug. Thank you. So he leads you in through the large doors into the courtyard just on the other side of them. There are two other people standing in here. Uh, one of them is in tight leather. It looks like constricting Stop. their body. They have a large mask with a beak on the front of it. It looks, it's sort of a bird mask, but not, nothing discernible. But you not can't, crazy like, sexy, right? No, it's not sexy. Not like um, a leather. The leather's not particularly sexy. I, I mean, if you're really into birds, maybe it's sexy. I'm not. No. Okay, neither. then it's no, it's not. Right. Um, okay. Cool. The leather's not sexy leather. It's more like sneaking around armory leather. Okay. Uh, not like whips and chains leather, but like not hell bent for leather. Right. No. Okay. They also have a, a large wool cloak on, um, and with a hood, and it's dark. It's this person. Sure. Klug introduces this person and says, this is Merifa, the spy master. When Merifa speaks, it's with a voice that it's hard to tell uh, what race this person is. It's hard to tell what gender they are. It's mm. very neutral. It'd be very forgettable if you heard it, um, which is probably what they're going for. And Merifa kind of looks over the whole group. You get the feeling that Merifa is looking past you or... Yeah, at, at your fate in some way. Oh, it's, I should clarify, by the way, um, just real quick. Gibetto is like really concentrating right now because he pretty much all the time is trying to focus on casting his minor illusion cantrip to make it look like he's wearing a wizard's hat. Okay. <laughs> so just uh, as a heads even up. Though he, even though you do not yet know that, right? Do you not? Do you know a minor illusion cantrip? Yes, yes, I do. Oh, so you are you are you have created a wizard's hat yes. on your head, and okay. I pretty much constantly am walking around focusing on continuing to have a wizard's hat. Okay, so Marifa sort of walks around your small group, peering at you, and cocks the head. It's sort of like an almost like a smirk, if you could see Marifa's face. Sure, and. Marifa returns back and says, yes, I approve. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, the woman standing next to Marifa, uh, master, uh, introduced as Master Redbridge, the Beast Master. She's a, lot, a little more rough. Uh, she is, she's a large, burly human woman. Uh, she's, she seems maybe even more gruff than Klug is. She has blonde hair pulled back into a tight bun on her head. And she seems to be wearing like furs and pelts of things she's likely killed. Uh, she has a very large spear with her and a satchel. And she has really strong creased eyes. Even if her face is somewhat soft and pudgy, uh, the eyes you can tell are just really piercing. And even if they only seem to scowl, she says, 
I don't see what's so good about him. Well, I think I think what's so good about us is, you know, um, we're just really good. Uh And he kind of trails off. (laughs) Really super unconvincingly. What about you, Half-Orc? You think you can stand up to being one of Adventure Inc.? You can provide a face for us? Well, I think as we uh, have discovered with my my friend's hat here, the appearances aren't always what they what they seem. So I can assure you that our ingenuity and enthusiasm for our work uh, will will satisfy your needs. And you, dwarf, you think you can even do half the things that come past our our desks? Do you think you have the skills to handle our challenges? The Divine Court has given me the abilities necessary to carry out any task that is beckoned of me or my team. She seems somewhat satisfied with that. (laughs) Um, Hey, hey, I'm really good, too. (laughs) I was getting there. Relax. Just as you, Genevera's great. It's as she steps up to Genevera, she sort of like puffs herself up like she's trying to be like larger than you. Meanwhile, she's like sizing you up like prey. She says, And what do you bring, creature? I, I bring an intense knowledge of a lot of a lot of different things. Uh, you know, many would say that I'm book smart rather than skilled in uh, streetwise endeavors, but that's what the rest of my team is for. They, you know, they build up that that getting people thing. She eyes you suspiciously. She's terrifying. <laughs> she eyes you suspiciously and says. Yes, I guess things aren't as they seem. Uh, She almost looks disappointed. Um, She steps back and she says, I'm not convinced, but I suppose I suppose I could give them the test. Klug looks like he accepts this. It seems like it's something he was probably expecting anyway. Um, She reaches into her satchel and digs around for uh, some paperwork and she pulls it out. She says, all right here. Uh, no, not that one. That one's no good. Ah, let's try this. Um, she hands you a contract uh, that was sent to Adventure Inc. She says, there's a town nearby. It's been raided by gnolls many, many times. For a while, it wasn't a big deal. They would just come and steal some supplies. But in the last couple of weeks, it's gotten worse. Uh strange mundane tools wagons things like that they don't have any intrinsic value but they're difficult to just replace and the town's looking to find someone to fix the problem for them so they took up a fund and they're willing to pay and as soon as she says willing to pay my hat fizzles out of existence (laughs) okay (laughs) and she says i'll be willing to pay 300 gold uh, if you succeed and then, of course, there are other jobs in the future. Hmm. We look at each other, and I think we're, we're, we're in agreement. Yeah, 300. So just for clarification, 300 gold is more than we've been offered for any job so far, right? Like, uh, Yeah, 300 gold is definitely more than you've done in your other jobs. You're, but, but you guys have been kind of small potatoes. 300 well, seems yeah. like fine for... Yeah, this seems like a fine... A pr- pretty hefty sum. Right. I mean, split four ways, it's probably not, like, great, but... Well, sure, but, but I mean, it beats the 50 gold split four ways that we got last time. I will say 50 gold split four ways didn't take very long to spend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... You didn't have to pay off that many people to keep you singing, so... Right. Well, we didn't get to pay off that many people, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, um, I think Jebedo is feeling that. Yeah. Uh, she she points you off towards the village of uh, Kian, which is uh, where the where the gnolls have been attacking. The Kian? Uh, Kian. Q-U-I-A-N. Okay. That right. won't help me. Kian. Okay. Um, the village is to the west. Uh, it's a little ways into the swamp. 
But leaving this early in the morning, you're definitely going to get there before like midday. Okay. Um, it's just a couple hours travel west. All right. Oh, let's head out. So, uh, real quick, can you remind me of that woman's name? Redbridge? Red- Master Redbridge. Redbridge. Right. Like a human might be named Redbridge because her parents sure. made a bridge and it was red. Okay. Perfect. She lives underneath the red bridge because she's a dragonstick <laughs> troll. Right. Wow. Redbridge. <laughs> well, uh, um, one, one should just say that out loud. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we geez, we sure do appreciate this job, Ms. Redbridge. Uh, and, you know. Master. Yep. Redbridge. Yes. Yes. Mr. Gibetto. <laughs> and the many pennies. Are leaving Respect now. You. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay. As she like pulls me out of the room. <laughs> yep. Uh, I love how afraid of Master Redbridge Genevera is. <laughs> I think she's smarter than all of us. So, uh, <laughs> and and one shoe don't don't do that thing with that hat. That freaks me out. You know that. <laughs> uh, just just quit it. Just quit it. But it's a cool hat. Uh, Not just, a cool hat. Keep it or get rid of it. Just just one or the other. Just that's all I'm asking. Or maybe okay. like sometimes. Pull it out sometimes. But not keep all the, the hat. time. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Oh, yeah, like we were we were agreeing on so much earlier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys head west uh, towards Kian. Um traveling through the swamp is slow and gross, but Eventually, you guys make your way to the outskirts of the village. Um, You can see the village. It's small and it's sparse. There's not a lot here. Uh, It's definitely built up on one of the drier spots. And there are some farmland and agriculture here. uh, But mostly, it's just livestock eating swampy plants. You can head into the village if you want and try to find someone to talk to. You also do see the cave just to the north of the village um, that's very clearly the cave that they've been having problems with, uh, based off the description in the contract. Yeah. I was going to say, can we read over the contract real quick and tell us what it, it says? Yeah. Uh, basically what the contract says is that the, um, there have been gnolls attacking the village for months. Uh, if you don't know what a knoll is, it's sort of like a walking hyena. Is that uh, K-N-O-L or N-O-L-L? G-N-O-L-L. G-N-O-L-L. Okay. And uh, they've been attacking the villagers. Um, for the most part, they've been taking sort of useless stuff. They've been taking some food and supplies and things like that and dragging them back up to the cave. But they've been taking weird things too, like tools and wagons and uh, sort of mundane things that are annoying to replace, you know, like... Oh, great. Like now I don't, there's no rakes left in the town. Well, I don't know why that happened. Um, and they've been dragging them. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they've been dragging them off into the cave. Uh, it's really getting frustrating for the villagers. So they took together a fund and have paid Adventure Inc. to send adventurers. Now, this particular contract came in weeks ago. So <laughs> good. It's, it's a backed up system. It's not perfect. <laughs> but there's, been, there's been no violence? Nothing violent? Not according to the contract. Okay. Um, uh, so we see that it's dated weeks ago, though, on the contract, right? Yes. All right. Um, on the contract, does it show who originally like sent out for it? So that we can follow up and let them know, hey, we're here to fix your problems. Uh, yeah, on the contract, it looks like um, it, the he, the elder of the village, who's like sort of acts in like a mayoral position. Sure, they they're sort of the signer on it. The whole village sort of banded together for it, but they're definitely the point of contact for this contract. Okay, yeah, I think we should walk into the village and let let the people know that we're here to save the day. Uh, elder Roderick is the name on the document. <clears throat> You guys think that's the right choice, or yeah, yeah, like that. to look okay. for somebody to get in touch with Elder Roderick, set up a face to face. Okay, uh, so you guys a head into tete a tete. Great. So you guys head in there. 
it's there's not a lot of uh, activity going on, but you do happen to run across someone who points you in the right direction. Uh, there's a small temple of Iora uh, set up that they send you to. Seems that Roderick is sort of in charge of this temple. That's his regular job. Wait, um, he's, and when the, you were... he's the mayor and has another job? God, that sucks. It's a tiny village. They don't have like a lot of work for a mayor. It sounds like he doesn't okay. even like, have time to, to do any raking. So I don't know why he's so upset. <laughs> well, he's not the one who lost his rake, I don't think. Right. I mean, he probably has to rake too. It's This is this is a hard life. Medieval life is hard. Mm. It's tough, man. <laughs> Mike doesn't think so. You can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced. <laughs> Jesus, you know, you're uh... supposed to be immersing us over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's my fault, I guess. I should have done better. <laughs> You reach the small temple of the Guiding Light, uh, and uh, <clears throat> there's not really a lot of room there. Just maybe enough space for uh, six or seven people to to pray. So, And then there's a small desk set up where Roderick does all of his duties, including his mayoral ones. Cool. And he's sitting at it, and he says, can I help you? Uh, yeah, no. hey, um, we are the Many Pe- Team Many Penny from Adventure Inc. Uh, we received your contract, and we're here to fulfill it. And I slap oh. the contract on his desk. He says, oh, thank goodness. It's been awful. Uh, in the weeks since we sent that, things have gotten worse. Well, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. from the back. No, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Worse. Great. <laughs> Sounds like you have some real problems. How about you do something in this town? <laughs> so he says, uh, the the gnolls, they've started coming and, and taking some of the villagers. <gasps> and we keep hearing strange noises coming from the cave at night. Oh, no. Like metal banging on metal and stone. So, um, <coughs> okay. Uh, shouldn't still be any problem for Team Many Penny. We are... Seasoned adventurers. We no, I expected as much. Right. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, everyone here is counting on you now. That's perfect. I mean, we would actually prefer a little bit more danger. You know, it sounds like we've got this. It sounds like this is going to be really easy for us to do. Okay. Well, everyone here is counting on you and the families of everyone here is counting on you. Is that better? Yeah, actually, that sounds great. And as okay, I'm good. like All processing right. that, my hat disappears again <laughs> uh, and then it comes back like seconds later okay um, <laughs> he says yes please head off towards the cave okay so these gnolls uh, are, are you able to communicate with them I'm not too familiar with the, the species uh, they speak gnollish I don't know if that's true um, we should double check that. I believe they make do. Up, make up the rule bl- and check it later. I believe that is their knowledge is a language now. <laughs> well, they 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 don't speak to us. They just take what they want and leave. Mm. Okay. I've known, I've known people like that before. It's all right. <laughs> this is nothing. Uh, <laughs> Jebedo's face is kind of starting to like worry a little bit more. Like. Visibly, because I'm not a very charismatic guy, so like my face betrays itself constantly. (laughs) Sure, the sooner you can take care of them, the sooner my my people can be back to us, and the sooner we can get back to work with our tools. We would also like our tools back. Yes, there were many, many, many leaves outside, so (laughs) we will we will help you out. Fear not. We shall return your tools. The divine court commands it. And I see you are a man of faith. Iora has led us here, and we shall return the tools. Um, he gives you, like, a small blessing. So I turn I, like, and look at Gaelic right away, and I say, I, I thought we got this contract from the Adventure Inc. The divine court gave the contract to Adventure Inc. The divine court <laughs> gives all. And so I turn back to Roderick and I'm kind of like look at him with a renowned, like a, a renewed reverence. And he just nods. He just takes it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay uh, and you, you guys can go now. Right. Yeah. Uh, one shoe is already turning around and heading out the door. Okay. Uh, bye, bye, Roderick. Right. 
oh my god, Genuva, did you, can you believe it? We met someone from the Divine Court today. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, Jebedo. Anytime. Oh. <laughs> Taking and everything so like, that Gillick says literally is going to hurt us in the long run. We've been we've been over this for months now. Iora is the guiding light. She guided us here. Remember when he told us that the divine court divined us to find the poison ivy when we mm. were walking through those woods? The divine court has a plan for all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's bull. <laughs> All right, you guys head up to the cave. At My the faith is top mocked. The I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like that's where my power comes from. <laughs> like, you've seen me smite things. <laughs> Actually, probably not oh, yet. That's you guys true. That's had true. Any adventure. <laughs> I've heard, we've heard a lot of talking. Yeah, I'm super doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, right. that, that Gillick's inner monologue has no accent. That, that's my favorite. Right. <laughs> Wait, am I, do I really not have any powers? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> my faith so already tested. Doubt. It's a test of faith now. <laughs> uh, as you approach the cave, you guys immediately notice signs of use from the outside. Uh, there's lots of like muddy tracks leading in and out of the cave. Uh, there's a few crude spears. Sure, a conspicuous lack of leaves, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, there's a few crude spears set up outside the entrance and there's a rope coiled up on the ground. Smoke sort of billows out of the mouth of the chamber. Okay. And it's um, Real quick, Gebetto grabs two of the spears and kind of sticks them into the ground as deep as he can and then ties the rope across it like a trip line. Okay. And just kind of... in, in, in the front of the cave. Yeah. Okay. It's yep. good. Um, while you're doing that, Gebetto, you notice something on the ground in front of, or not uh, just, just inside the mouth of the cave, like where just, just a few inches from where you're setting up your trip line is another trip line. <laughs> Perfect. But this one seems like it's connected to something. Hey guys, look, somebody already did this. <laughs> do you think they don't send out duplicate contracts, do they? Maybe, maybe somebody already tried. I don't, but... Um, so can I roll a I guess a perception check to try and see what that's attached to? Do an investigation check. Oh right. They have that now. Or in D and D, by now I mean they have that. No, it's that's now. That's it's new. <laughs> okay, you're okay. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, thirteen. Okay, with a thirteen, you can definitely see um, that the tripwire leads to like a large uh, net, and if the if you tripped it, the net would let go, and all of these pieces of metal would fall to the ground and make a lot of noise. Oh, Shit. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and relay all that to the team. Mm-hmm. Kind of point up and like make a hush face. Like, so you guys, you guys have some options. You can try to get past the tripwire without tripping it. Or you guys could uh, try and disable it. If one of you had thieves tools. <clears throat> well, that so, was a good, good catch one shoe. Um, I think I think we should just try and get around it and uh, look for more traps as we go. Yeah, I think if we leave it here, um, whoever put it there won't know that we're here yet. Mm. Um, and maybe we can even use it to get them later. You know, like we could run, we could run back out of the cave, and maybe all those things will fall on them. And as we're talking, and even before we, we, we got up to the cave, we were chatting. Um, you, you guys know how I feel about killing. So at all costs, as usual, we uh, will try and we'll try and communicate with them and try and do this peacefully. But again, we, we, we got to put ourselves first. But you, you know, I don't I try and kill as little as I can. But yep. they're gnolls. Right. That... <laughs> to me, you, you know, all, all, all life is precious and has value. 
<laughs> guys, guys, I'm sick of you laughing at me for this. I have been over I'm not this. even I'm not even laughing a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. Genevera. And I, I and Kath is, is very gullible. You guys all know that. But I believe you. Thank you for supporting me in this. You are you are welcome. Well, you're something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gemetto uh, is going to go ahead and hop over the the tripwire. Okay. You can make an athletics or an acrobatics check, whichever you prefer. I prefer uh, acrobatics. <laughs> Twelve. Yeah, that's fine. You get over the uh, tripwire. And... You didn't have to do a backflip. <laughs> well, <laughs> says you. Well, I'm going to do uh, athletics. Okay. What do I roll? A d20, and you add your athletics modifier. 19. You nope, know, you trip it. It falls. Everything breaks. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you, you easily just sort of step over uh, and carefully make sure your foot doesn't pick it up on the backside. That's all you needed to do, once you. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but which athletics. one of us looked better while we do it? Actually, probably him. <laughs> I got a 17. Okay, yeah. You also easily just move over the uh, strength. Come on, Genevera. Come on. I got a 13. Great, yeah. Okay, so you all make your way into the mouth of the cave on the other side of this tripwire. Um, the cave sort of twists down and away into the darkness a fair distance. If you have dark vision... Yes. Yes. I, who, who has dark vision? I'm I am raising my hand. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yes, that's right. Cat does. Right. Okay, so basically everyone but Genevera. Sure. Right. Yes. Do you have yeah, dark you... vision stuff? I don't. I don't know. Can you I see in the dark? Do. Well, I don't. That's. that's I mean, that didn't. I, I can't. I cannot see in the dark. I don't. Um. I don't. Uh, I haven't seen anything about it. We did not write it on your sheet, so I. Then it wasn't there. If we didn't write it. It wasn't there. Right, okay. That's just the rules. Yep. <laughs> um, I can make dancing lights, though. You, you, sh you sure could. Uh, <laughs> that would. So I guess my point is this. It's dark. <clears throat> it goes down a little ways and twists to the side. So even if you have dark vision, you can't see to the end of it. Oh. Uh, but you do know that you do see the smoke billowing out up the, the top of the ceiling. So it's up to you guys what you want to do from here. Guys, let me take a sneaky peek and see what's around that corner there. All right, Aye. be careful. Don't go for it. And so okay. go ahead and take a sneaky roll peek a, around that corner. Roll a stealth check. Very well. I will do that. And I roll a 16. Okay. <clears throat> you travel down the pathway a little ways back. Um, and as you sort of peek around the corner... Um, you notice there's light dancing al along the wall here. Like dancing uh, lights? No, no. <laughs> like, uh, I could have done that. <laughs> when you, as you step a little further in, you see that there's a fire in the center of a large chamber and two gnolls standing on either side of the fire. Um, they seem to be like poorly on guard. Like they're just sitting like <laughs> talking to each other in Nolish. They're supposed to be on guard. They've got weapons. They're just sort of standing around chatting. Okay. Um, yep. I'm going to sneak back to my friends. Okay. And I'm going to tell them, there's two in there. I think we should lure them outside. Are we close enough to the uh, exit the of the cave and also um, the fire to like escape and for them not to see us well yeah it's not not too far like uh probably 20 feet in before you reach the chamber with the fire so uh you could like sneak in there and like wave your arms or whatever and run out and they would probably <laughs> chase you and get outside right or like that's throw, your plan well my plan was not to... <laughs> that's exactly my plan <laughs> what wants you that is a ridiculous plan i don't know why you're missing <laughs> I plan on just running in there, waving my arms around like a maniac, <laughs> and hoping not to die. No, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta get their attention, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way people get their attention, you know. Just wave a little. I feel like <laughs> the gnolls would never expect it. So, 
<laughs> Let's not dismiss this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, do, uh, do any of us speak Noel? No. No. Uh, There's no way. Uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, Mish. A little different. Little, just a little. Right. They're actually they're actually miraculously close. You can uh, you can understand certain words, but they just seem out of order. <laughs> right. Just a couple letters off. <laughs> Wait, really? Or? No, oh. <laughs> no, not at all. No, it was a joke about how Gnomish has an M. In yeah, but two maybe, maybe in this uh, world that we this live in. Cass or <laughs> <laughs> maybe in this world we live in, you can speak some of that language. Nope. Uh, my hat disappears, by the way. Yep. And I'm going to go ahead and... Don't worry, I'm keeping pretty severe track <laughs> of your hat. Well, the nice thing is it's a cantrip, so I can use it unlimited times throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and I want to cast a minor illusion of the sound of a null, just exclaiming. So, like, just being basically like, ah! Right, or, Hey! You know, like a one. Okay, well, you don't know, you don't know how to say hey, right. so it might just come out like chartreuse, right. <laughs> snacks. <laughs> Actually, snacks would be great. If yeah, I could be... that would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what you really don't want is like, don't come over here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, no, because yeah. we well, we want them to come over here, and they totally will. <laughs> Maybe not. If if a Noel yelled it, they'd be like, oh god. We should listen to <laughs> our brother over here. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, no, I, I do want to get back out of the cave though. Like, do we have to do another check to step over the line again? Yeah. If you want to pass back over the line without tripping it, you'd all have to make a check again. You could make it simultaneously though. We don't have to go one by one. You're walking out one by one, but we don't all have to wait while each person rolls a die. You can all roll it at the same oh. time and give me the number. Okay. All right. So do we want to leave though without finding really anything out? Except that there are two bored gnolls well, by a fire. <laughs> I mean, they're they're well, not right. they're not guarding it well. They are poorly on guard. So, are we not going to take advantage of that? I guess so, it depends on what Keth wants to do. So, guys, I I think that this is not a situation where we're going to be able to communicate with them, and we're coming. We're you coming. Haven't even tried. I love that you're just giving up. <laughs> Well, it was explained. It was explained to me thoroughly that Gnomish is not very close to uh, Nolish. Master and Redbridge will be severely disappointed in us at this moment. I think you would want a well thought out plan there, uh, Genevera. So I, I think we should go ahead and uh, follow the plan of trying to lure them out, and we can subdue them. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, so I rolled a. 24. Oh, you, you fucked up. Crap. No good. No, you're fine. Wait, what? Isn't it a 20-sided dice? Yeah. He, he added his modifier. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, I rolled an 11. Okay. I don't know how that's... You, you almost catch your foot on the <laughs> thing. Like You sort of like pull it a little bit, but not enough to trigger it. Damn it. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> guys i'm just mad i'm just distracted that we were, we were we might we might have to kill some gnolls um i got i rolled a five Uh-oh. <laughs> well i got a 16 plus you're okay odd, you rolled a five well so kef you know hurries you guys out he's he just really wants to get make sure you guys all get past it and then once you do he promptly steps on it on his way <laughs> right out the door uh <laughs> It, it drops the, the net and the, the pieces of metal just clang against the ground, which conveniently provides the distraction you, or the, uh, oh, yeah. what you needed from the gnolls who come right. charging up the pathway towards you guys. Um, so go ahead and roll initiative. Cool. With a d20? Yeah. Yes. You add your initiative modifier. I got a 10. Eight. So, one shoe, you got an eight? Yes. And Gillick, you had a ten? Yep. All right, Genevera, what do you have? Also a ten. Which one of, uh, what's your initiative? 
modifier? <laughs> Minus one. Okay, so Genevieve, you're going to go before him because your initiative is higher. Okay. And Kath, what did you get? So I rolled an eight, and I don't have anything written down under the initiative box. It's your dexterity modifier. Uh, plus two, so ten. Okay. And Genevieve, what was your dexterity modifier? Uh, one, plus one. Okay, so that means Keth will go before you mm-hmm. because his is plus two. Okay. And we'll all go after the gnolls, probably. <laughs> well, I, I'm not quite there yet, but <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to try in vain to talk to them as they come charging at us. You feel Just like so- that? Or- <laughs> well, that's, that's what Keth is going to do, but not, not yet. Because <laughs> we're getting ready. <laughs> I can't wait for them to try and kill you. <laughs> I can't. You can't say I didn't try, though. <laughs> so one of the gnolls comes charging out of the cave and makes a break uh, straight for Gillick. Oh, hey. Yay. He charges up and takes his spear and tries to, like, stab it down into you. And it just sort of deflects right off your armor uh, and off to the side easily. And... You stand at the ready, face-to-face with this Knoll. Keth, go ahead. Uh, wait, Knoll, uh, we, we, we don't want to fight. Aww. And <laughs> <laughs> apparently he struck Gillick. So it's on. Okay. So you're attacking him? Uh, it's, it's on me, yes. Uh, I am trying to get him off of uh, Gillick. Okay. Uh, so you have your two weapons, which I don't think we wrote out your attack stuff for this. So... Basically, you, uh, your to hit with your first weapon is your strength modifier plus your uh, proficiency bonus. Okay. And then you'll deal damage. I think a short sword is a D6 plus your strength modifier. Yep. And I have two of them. So. On your second weapon, it'll be the same to hit but you'll only deal the damage from the weapon. You won't deal your strength modifier the second time. Okay. So uh, okay. I'm going to roll two D6s or a D... No, 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 no. Oh. Start with a D20 to hit. Oh. Six. Plus your... Five. To hit. S- wait, what? So I have a plus three <laughs> strength modifier and a plus two proficiency. Uh, okay, plus five. I see. I thought, I thought you, <laughs> together you got minus one. <laughs> he is what? the weakest man in the party. <laughs> um, okay, so with the first weapon, you go to attack the Null, and he sort of bats it away with his spear. All right. So make a second attack roll with your second weapon. Eleven. Uh, is that total? Yes. Well, you, you said I don't, I don't get the attack bonus, right? You get the attack bonus to hit. You don't get it on damage. All right. So 11 plus the 5 is 16. Okay. So that time you do hit. Go ahead and roll a d6. You'll only get your d6 damage. You won't get the bonus weapon damage. Five. Okay. Yeah. So he bats away your first blade. And the second one you manage to like slice across his side. And he sort of yelps in nolish pain. Uh, g- good job. <sighs> Genevera, why don't you... Go ahead. So what are what are my options? Your options are you could run up to him and stab him with your dagger, which seems like a bad option. <laughs> uh, you could shoot him with your crossbow. Uh, he's definitely close enough. He's in range. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could also cast one of your cantrip spells, or if you felt like these gnolls were a pretty hardcore threat, you could burn one of your spell slots to cast a bigger spell. Okay. So I ju- I'm attacking him is the only option. Well, I mean, or you could uh, do you know, anything else. Try, literally anything else. You could run away. Try talking to him could, again. It, uh, it, almost, <laughs> it almost worked. All right. You could head back to town. Uh, whatever you'd like to I'm do. Gonna, Draw I'm circles gonna... in the dirt. Yeah, you could do that. That takes a full acid. action, though. Okay. Acid splash. So he has to make a dexterity... <laughs> he has to make a dexterity saving throw uh, based off your... The spell DC. So what's your spell DC? Spell save DC? Yeah. Plus 13. 13? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you go to the blob of acid flies forward and he 
uh, just manages to duck down low enough that it shoots over his head and splashes onto the ground. <laughs> Jennifer, you're, you're always so hard on yourself. I, uh... just, I'm disappointed in myself. Uh, all right, Gillick, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to... I laugh at him at his <laughs> foolhardy attempt at spearing me, and then I'm going to swing at him with my warhammer. All right. Oh, fuck. Uh, I got an eight. Okay, yeah, eight's not going to do it. Uh, you go to swing the Warhammer, and uh, he just easily dodges it. Um, you sort of look foolish. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Hmm. One shoe, go ahead. Okay, so one shoe sees all this stabbing and attacking going on. Um, is there... You know what? He pulls out his rapier with a f- flourish. And then runs over. I didn't over know to... what the... I was on bated breath with that one. I didn't know what it was gonna be. <laughs> with a what? <laughs> tries to poke him real good, right in the soft spots. Okay. Um How does someone get advantage in this game? So for a are you thinking for a sneak attack? Yeah. Advantage comes in a lot of different ways. Basically, anything that would have given you plus two in the old days kind of gives you advantage. However, if you read Sneak Attack a little bit further, if you are within five feet of an ally Perfect. who is also attacking him, you get a, you get your Sneak Attack, <laughs> even if you don't get advantage. Oh, okay. Cool. Wow, well, that's good. scary. Yeah, that is scary. Don't you forget it. Oh, shit. <laughs> you can't. That's a rule. You can't attack uh, other players. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. Uh, and I roll a 14 to hit. A 14 to hit? Yes. Is not enough. Uh, he just, you, you, uh, just pierce his armor. You just poke his armor. You, turns out you didn't get the soft bits. Uh, you got the hard bits. I hate the hard bits. <laughs> The other knoll comes running out of the cave uh, and squares off with um, Keth. Neither of these guys tripped over my tripwire. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. I totally forgot. <laughs> Hold on. And you know what? He's going to have to roll twice because the other guy just got right by it. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's a two. He rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why. That's why you exclaimed two twice. <laughs> uh, he came. He came. He comes barreling out of the cave. His feet get wrapped up in the tripwire, flat onto his face, prone. I charge him. So Gibetto just starts jumping up and down and laughing, like right in the middle of everything. <laughs> right, Ken, If if you ch- you can charge him. If you do, the knoll you've already stepped up to will have an attack of opportunity against you. Because you're leaving his range to go to the other one? I think better of it and yell <laughs> to uh, uh, Genevera, get that one while he's down, and I'll take care of this one. The one that's close to me. Okay, so go ahead and make an attack roll. <clears throat> oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, don't, because the other knoll gets to attack. Wait, what? My, was I drunk? What happened here? Uh, no, no okay, right. that works. That's right, because yeah. the first knoll was first in the action, and the second knoll was last in the action. You've got it. You figured it out. I did it. You get a, You you did it. All right, so this knoll is going to... <laughs> I don't know what that roll was for. <laughs> this knoll is going to attack um, Gillick again. But again, Gillick, uh, you knock it away with your shield. Nice. Gillick, you're so good. Now, yeah. Keth, you can do your thing. Go, go, Keth, go. All right. Uh, I got a one. Plus, <laughs> plus, plus five. Nailed All it. All right. If you, if you roll the rot one, go ahead and roll a reflex save. Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry, a dexterity saving throw. They don't have reflex saves anymore. And that's a d20. Correct. Nine plus my two dexterity. Oh, you lucky guy. <laughs> all right. So you go to take a swing at him uh, and you've put all of your weight behind this first swing and he dodges at the right second and you almost like completely lose your balance. Luckily you don't, but you do lose your balance enough that you don't get your second attack this turn. Ugh. And so it kind of looks like he's stumbling around. Yeah. 
oh yeah you're doing it too as like i continue <laughs> dancing like <laughs> i just, all right, I just uh, glare at one shoe as as Kath does genevera go ahead um all right i'm gonna try with my crossbow okay i got a 16 uh and then that's plus three for the attack bonus which one are you shooting the crossbow no no, no. which knoll oh the second one the one on the ground Okay, great. Uh, that's a hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Nice. On the 20 also? Oh, no, on the nope. D8. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Got this. <laughs> Two pyramids. <laughs> uh, one, and then plus one. Great. Two. Well executed. <laughs> well struck. <laughs> she brought her darts, it seems. <laughs> Absolutely. Um... <laughs> Gillick, go ahead. All right. You guys are like damage output machines. <laughs> Monsters. We're just here. warming up. We take a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the first action you've ever seen. I shouldn't. That's true. I right. shouldn't uh, judge. <laughs> um, I, I look a little more sternly and make another swing with my Warhammer. Okay. I got a 13. Yeah, no. Nope. Nope. Oh, shit. Not good enough. Uh, all right. We're getting there. <laughs> Don't hit the hard bits. Yeah, <laughs> you just bounce. It like bounces off his, like, the, you manage to hit the one bit that has some armor. Uh, uh, it just bounces right off. Okay. Uh, one shoe. Yeah. So when this guy fell, did he fall close enough that I can just poke at him? You could. Uh, like, could I turn and poke? No, you'd have to like break off. Uh, you take an attack of opportunity. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Um, so you break off from him. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you do get hit. Ah. The knoll has his spear sort of blocking him from uh, Gillick in front of him and Keth on his side, but he does manage to swing his head around and give you a bite. Hmm. And so you take, I have, I have to dig this die out. Hold on. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot. That's, that's what a pound of dice smells. Like. <laughs> so he hits you for three damage. Oh, okay. I was worried that that was all the damage that was happening to me. <laughs> he hits you for Yeah, six, it was. No. I, 600 I damage. Rolled, <laughs> that, that, I rolled all of these. They all just came up one or zero. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Um, so now you're over by the knoll on the ground. Yes. And he's so who you gonna, have advantage. That's right. He's who I'm going to stab in the in the soft bits. Right. And my high roll was 19 to hit. That's a hit. Perfect. Is and that a crit with a rapier? No, because um, it was 14 to hit, and then the five ah, for my I see. yeah disregard. <laughs> and here we go and I actually do damage I do 10 damage because I rolled a 7 and I add my dex bonus here so plus your sneak attack oh yes and I get 6 on that so 16 damage alright well that is quite a stab That's uh, right. you found many of the soft bits that time um, and he looks pretty beat up because of it he's bleeding pretty severely uh when i pull my rapier out i kind of flick it in the air so like his blood flies everywhere great and i look it's at very sanitary and it's, i look uh, at Gillick you know, that's how I, you that's, get bloodborne I, pathogens i told you <laughs> <laughs> okay uh he go. he stands up in front of you he doesn't look uh he looks pretty pained but he looks like he's not too pleased with what you've done, and so, he goes to strike you with his spear. If someone stands up, do they get attack? Do I get attack of opportunity now, or is that not a thing anymore? Nope, not to my knowledge. If you if they stand up, that's just their move action. They can't okay. do anything else movement wise. Cool. Okay, so he's going to make an attack against you. Sure, as he should. He hits. Crap. Four, th wow, three damage. All right. Once you were you celebrating while after you attacked? Well, every time, yeah. Uh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> That's why I get hit so much. I think <laughs> spending so much time dancing. Did your hat, All right. hat also appear? 
<laughs> um, Gillick, the, the first Noel is tired of missing you, so he turns to Keth instead. <laughs> I'm not worried. Um, and you shouldn't be, because he misses you also. But just barely. He just barely manages to, to miss you. Still, ca- uh, still counts. Still counts. <laughs> Keth, go ahead. All right. Keth is pissed. I got, I got, I have bad news for you, uh, Gibetto. Yeah. Um, I can't really remember what the rolls were anymore, but one of those might not have hit you. I was looking at your HP and not your AC. <laughs> so I thought you had a cool. nine. You don't. You have a fourteen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> one of those. One of those might have missed. Who knows? <laughs> we'll, ne- we'll never know. Sweet. Well, right, so we'll too busy dancing. Th- he doesn't know whether it hits him or not. Right. He's not even enjoy your sense. three health. Right, have, have at that. Right, <laughs> all right. Uh, Go on. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> Doing a bang up job, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keth is using his frustration with one shoe to uh, roll an eighteen. And, oh, uh, good. Sorry, eighteen then plus uh, five. Right, that's the. Oh, well, good thing you added that plus five. No, you hit for sure. All right. Go ahead and roll damage on that one and add your strength modifier to it. <laughs> All right. He's calmed down. Uh, he, he rolled a one, and he uh, <laughs> gets a plus three for strength modifier. Okay, go ahead and roll your other attack. Uh, that's the d20, right? Yep. Nine. And that's a plus, plus. five, so 14. Okay, so you swing the first one and you uh, slice across him, uh, drawing a little more blood. Uh, the second swing you come in with, he manages to get the spear in the way, so that one doesn't uh, doesn't connect. All right, Genevera. All right, you've got one knoll up in front of Kevin Gillick, and the other one uh, assaulting one shoe. I'm gonna go for the one assaulting. Jebdo. Thank you. Two uh, on one on the up, other one is all right. Everyone needs to know that I look really bad. <laughs> like, like, as in your your dancing usual. is really bad. Well, yeah. also yes, because I'm bleeding a lot. All right, I'll save you. Could be a baby. Um, maybe not. I got so a, heroic. I got a seven. Uh, yeah, that won't do it. Plus three. So still, still won't do it. Nope. Uh, okay. Yeah. You, uh, fire off a bolt and it just sort of like heads into the mouth of the cave and clinks down on, on some stone in there. Sorry. One for one for two ain't bad. Yeah. Uh, Gillick, go ahead. All right. Let's see if I can hit the guy in front of me this time. Uh, I got a 19. Hooray. Hooray. All right. Swing. I got... Do you add, I just want to make sure, do you add your proficiency bonus to damage or just strength bonus to damage? Negative, just your strength bonus. Just strength bonus. bonus. Okay, cool. Uh, I got a nine for damage. Okay, yeah, you pull back the uh, Warhammer, swing it down, and just clock him right across the face. Yes. Um, He looks just about as bad as the other one. They both look real bad. One shoe, go ahead. Well, um... Let's make this happen. And I go ahead and stab one more time with this rapier. All right. You can do it. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, So uh, crit failed. Good. Good. Roll a dexterity saving throw. All right. Oh, good. Uh, 23. Okay. You don't hit him. Um, in fact, you sort of forgot you were supposed to stop dancing before you attacked. <laughs> oh, um, so sure. Yeah. You were just sort of wave, wailing, like waving, flailing wildly mm-hmm. and then went to go attack and nearly fell flat on your face, mm-hmm. but you did not. You're good. You, uh, just missed. That's all. Good. All right. But the knoll is going to try to swing back at you. As a move With... action, I'd like to oh. drop. I'd like to drop my burglar's pack as a distraction. 
It's not, that's hope, not like, the worst idea. I just hope like stuff flies out everywhere. To, okay. To like have him be like, ooh, shiny things. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna sort of like toss the pack openly so that it just sort of right. Scatters. I just kind of want to fluff like slough it off my back. Okay. Um, due to this incidental distraction, we'll go ahead and give him disadvantage on this attack roll. Cool. Uh, but, uh, Good call. that probably won't work in the future. Well, sure, but it is a no. You can't just do that every time. <laughs> From now on, you're just like, burglar! burglar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, he sort of glances to the side and then, like, swings back with his spear and you're not where he thought you were. Uh, so, he misses you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> No one attacks uh, Keth again. He's he's really getting frustrated, and he's going to continue to be frustrated because uh, he just didn't even come close. He just looks back between you and Gillick, Keth, Keth and Gillick. He's looking back and forth between the two of you, just like yelling something that you can tell is not nice in Noel. He's very frustrated. Well, I tried. Uh, I tried to talk to you earlier, but now. Now I'm just going to have to hit you again. Go ahead, Kath. 15. That'll do it. Woo! All right. And then... Uh, seven. Roll the other attack roll. That's the... Yeah. Eight. Okay. So you just take your first blade uh, and you sort of twist back and swing and just lop his head off. Cool. I, I also gasp as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Genevera, go ahead. Um, okay. Yeah, right. 11. No, plus 3. Uh, 14. Okay, you fire off a bolt at the second knoll. He still is glancing down at the, the stuff on the ground, and it sinks into his back. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. Three, uh, four. Ah, oh, and just enough. <laughs> he manages, it's just enough damage to uh, put him to his knees, and he just falls forward, and, like blood's coming out of his mouth. Oh, boy. That's great. Hooray! Yay. Guys, we did it! Mm-hmm. 